drink too cliche to do a USA chant. Who will fly? Who will fly? Who will fly? That was my go-to. Anytime I had any kind of stage work I had to do at a concert or something, I would work in the fucking concern for the troops. <laughs> Dude, you I we were at a Leonard Skinner concert and I got those motherfuckers going. Now that is a rowdy group of people who are willing to chant three fucking letters at the fucking full fullest volume of their voice. I was gonna say, man, a lot a Leonard Skinner itself a concert lends itself for just, you know, some the gamut of patriotism from fucking <laughs> the most to the somewhat most. Uh <laughs> so all right so last saturday last friday uh the day after thanksgiving i went up to one of my old stomping grounds newark delaware met a few friends took sarah up uh good group of people for the usa england game all right and what a mm. what a perfect situation the day after a fucking national holiday most people have off in the two o'clock game shoo i got i couldn't wait exciting got uh a DD service from Mom Dukes drove me up, drove us up, picked us up. But um, so it was a great time. Had a good, good meal, got drunk, got out, went back. But here's here's what I want to tell you about. Okay, so the, of the group of people that I was with, uh, this guy Uncle Chuck, we'll call him that. His daughter, who's a senior at Penn State, was there. Now I had never met her before. Very very nice young lady, uh, <clears throat> a soccer fan. Um, she went to the rival high school of the school I taught at. Now, not at the same time, but she had mentioned she went to such and such. And I said, oh, I taught it. Da, 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 da. And she was like, oh, my God, that's, that's crazy. So then after like a few backs and forth, you know, do you know, do you know this teacher? Such, blah, blah, blah. I go into this story. And what I'm going to say is that the story I'm about to tell you is what I told her. OK. And it made me realize that not all people think these kind of stories are humorous, which is weird to me. And I'll explain to you. All right. So where I was, uh, where my classroom was, I had not directly next to me, but in my corridor, three female teachers who ranged from like four to 10 years older than me. Okay. Now I was 24 when I started there. So you figure, yeah, uh, 28 to 34 or 20. Yeah. 28, to 34. And, um, there, there was a female bathroom in our sector. Now, it's an all-boys school. I've told you guys that. So they put these, these restrooms there for, uh, for staff and teachers. And I was like, I, I bet you that thing's beautiful. I bet you that thing is just, just mm-hmm. immaculate. Wood chips, you know, a, a love seat for you guys to sit down, a coffee table, some magazines, probably a coffee got maker. Cedar chips. Yeah, probably you know? got a matches in case you, you, know, you, you, you toot one out. It's a mm-hmm. little, little, little less fragrant than you'd like. That's right. That's right. I joked around. They they laughed. And then I said, you know, one day I'm going to poop in that thing and not flush the toilet. And and they're like, you, you, you will not. You will not. And I was like, oh, yeah, I will. Obviously, I mean, I had no intention of doing this. I wasn't, that wasn't part of the plan. Well, about a month later, I woke up to my classroom and the three of them are outside of my door with this mean mug grill. And they said, you did it. You did it, didn't you? Said, did what? You took a shit in that bathroom. I was like, no, no, I know. I swear some little prick did. He snuck in there, took a shit in the women's bathroom, the women's faculty bathroom, didn't flush it. All right. God knows if he overheard me saying this, I, I was probably just blasting it out, putting myself on blast. He's like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do it. And, and they'll blame it on Mr. Fox. <laughs> and I, I, I had to spend about four or five, four or five days of actively defending myself. So anyway, 
I got to about that part of the story and, and my buddy's daughter was like, um, uh, yeah. And it just, it dawned on me again that, that, you know, some people don't find poop stories funny, which is weird to me. That's odd. You know, some people enjoy bird watching. That's weird, but Hey, you know, it's your thing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't feel bad. I don't think you're the weird person in this story. I think no. the girl is the weird person. Right. Yeah. That's <clears throat> yeah. what I thought. <clears throat> like, I don't know her from, from anything, but very, very yeah. nice young lady. Again, she wasn't rude or impolite. Yeah, or was look, like, hey, that's gross. Plenty of nice people cannot have senses of humor. And that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And I think she kept waiting. I... She kept waiting for a punchline. She kept waiting for like, okay, well, what's, you know, like she didn't say it, but I could see it in her eyes and her you know, inflections of her voice. Funny about it. Like, what, uh, what, the what, poop. What's the, so is there a punchline? <laughs> is there an end to this story? Like, yeah. Some kid pooped in the toilet and blamed that I got blamed for it. Sorry, did you miss the poop? Because that's the punch. <laughs> Dude, poop's hilarious. Poop's always hilarious. And I think you picked a perfect example to put that up against. Like, I, I would say bird watching seems to be this thing that's like held in this like there's like there's like a whole pamphlet and it's done on the honor system. Well, I saw the yellow bellied woodpopper. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's uh, related to the uh, the uh, the woodchuck woodpecker, and it actually only flies once every April. And I spotted it with my spectacles. Like fuck you, weirdo! Why are you in the woods by yourself doing a sport sport that no one else plays except for rich people who have a shit ton of money that can travel? That is uninteresting. That that is lame. That makes you a weirdo. Everybody poops. That's why poop is the universal funny. It's the one through line that I think everybody that has a normal state of consciousness can find because it's embarrassing. Nobody wants to be embarrassed by poop. Poop's the most embarrassing thing you can do. Hmm. A, 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 a terrible, disgusting, toxic residue leaks from your body. What could be more hilarious? It's God's whimsical trick on the human body. Yeah. I was about to say, if you thought that was funny, boy, do I got some more up my sleeve. Let me tell you. Buckle in, sister. Do you want another drink? Sit down. How much time you got? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like I said, I, and I don't run into, and again, I, it, that's not to say she, to piggyback off what you had said, Alan, she does have a sense of humor, but th for in this particular instance, and I've ran into other people who just, you know, when you, when you tell these kind of stories, it's just like, yeah, man, that's not, not you, um, you ran into a lot of other people that just don't like to laugh. Is that, is that what you're saying? Not a lot of other. No, I'm judging, judging people who don't find poop jokes very harshly right now. You are, you yeah. are. That's fine. It's funny. Well, like, well, see, like, I guess let's, like, if you dive into it, is what's the nuance here? Like, I want to talk to this girl. Like, what is it? Do you not like? Do you not find poop in toilets funny? What about poop in pants? Is that funnier to you? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to dissect why she doesn't find poop funny. Well, no, you said you wanted to dive into it. Yeah, well, either way. Okay. <laughs> well, Sometimes you got to dissect and dive into the poo. You know, it depends on what, what the scenario is. I, I would like to do a psychological study of these types of people because I think it's people who can't stomach embarrassment. And I think the reason we enjoy poop right. stories so much is all of our poop stories have to do with us being, like, mortified Same. and embarrassed in, like, a public setting. But we're able to laugh at ourselves in retrospect because we know we're a bunch of jag offs who don't take ourselves very seriously and we hold the expectation that no one should take themselves seriously mm. so if you have shat yourself in public then you should find the uh, uproarious humor 
mm-hmm. that lies there in, inside of it. Yeah. I think, but those types of people, they are so mortified by their own embarrassment that they can't yeah. relish in other people's embarrassment, which is poop. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Like I think shame shame's a hell of a drug, right? Like it's you know, people don't people don't wanna people don't wanna admit. Like we readily have been like, I had to get rid of fucking active underwear. There was underwear in the line of duty and it did its job. It didn't make it. It didn't come home. It came it came home in a it didn't come home at all, but it, in this in this euphemism it came home in a box. And he had to let it go, you know. Uh, so it, it it happens sometimes, and it's funny. It's not shameful. It's a bodily function. Let it happen and uh, giggle about it. And I well, did. I, I did laugh at in the line of duty. I did chuckle <laughs> at that one. Yes. <laughs> you ugly. <laughs> okay, here. So we did our Thanksgiving. Um, okay, and I think I know where this comes from. Well, no, this this is where this comes from for me. Um, I thought you actually were gonna. Shit yourself on the way uh, to your little Friday soiree, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, sorry to disappoint you, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> My bad. well, here you go. I don't know if the story is funny or not, but it's a true event, and I think this is a story that someone like your friend would would never tell. This would go in a like a mental lockbox and be thrown off the Hoover Dam. So it it was the day after Thanksgiving. We cooked for my parents. And, you know, I've been eating clean, pretty clean, kind of clean, like not 100% clean, but on a scale of 1 to 10, like a 7. I've been eating about a 7 clean. Well, Thanksgiving, holidays, that's off for clean eating. So I fucked it. I fucked it up on Thursday. And normally, Friday mornings, about 8.30 a.m., I take a celebratory poop. Every day at work, I get most of my stuff done and ready to prep for the street. And then I go down to the facilities and I drop. A nasty little deuce. I mean, always nice and firm, nice and solid. And on this particular Friday, I think after, you know, going through and digesting my Thanksgiving meal, my body was just a little off kilter. I'm like, huh, I didn't poop this morning. Interesting. Eh, maybe it'll come a little later on, on tonight. So I hit the street. I'm walking. I got a nine mile walk in front of me. I get about seven of those miles in and I feel like a like, what's that? Tell me. <clears throat> Ooh, we should find a place to go. Well, I'm sorry to inform you. There's no place to go at this moment. But if we can give ourselves another hour and 30 minutes, we can have all the time in the world to rest and relax and play some good old-fashioned tune blast on the toilet while we blow it up. I get about an hour into that, and I'm. this is where I've also been watching a lot of motivational stuff, self-talk. It can, it's real helpful. You can do this. You're better than this. You have... You have forged greater, hotter fires than the one you're forging right now, and you can make your way through. However, if you remember about a year ago, I had a little thing done on my anus, and I still have to put some cream down there, which numbs it up. And I don't know if you've ever tried to make a fist with a hand that's fallen asleep in the middle of the night, but it ain't exactly your most uh, strength-inducing moment. Mm. So I've got a butthole that's been numbed up that I'm trying to keep the gates closed, but I have to talk myself into it. And I get to the final half mile of walking that I got to do for the day. And I keep telling myself, if you can make it back to the truck, it's a five minute jaunt to the toilet and you're going to be just fine, buddy. You can do this. Well, 
If anybody was watching me walk that day, I had to pretend that I had sprained my ankle and was dragging my other foot behind me because I could not release the butt cheeks or it was going to release every foul tasting fucking cranberry sauced up juice that was inside of my body. And I got back to that truck and I decided I couldn't make it that five minutes back to the old <laughs> post office. It was time to drop trowel in the back of the truck inside a plastic tub and let, <laughs> let loose the gates of Hades. And that's exactly what I did, my friends. I shat in a plastic bucket in the back of a 30-year-old truck. And I'm very proud of myself for it. Yeah, Mar that's fine. Mar USA! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Was this like a, is this a bucket, just a random utility bucket in case of fire? That, you know? No, no, no. This is like, you know, this is like our, our equipment. You know, it's like uh, it's just a, it's like one of those uh, corrugated B flute kind of plastic buckets, like okay. you know, like the like the heavy cardboard that you would get, but it's made out of like a plastic. Gotcha. And uh, gotcha. here's the thing, though, I gotta say, I feel like I've been tra training the last year and a half for this one moment because I don't know if you've ever had to try to like uh, phantom squat over top of a two foot tall bucket before to release your bowels. Um, there's a lot of quad strength that goes into this particular feat. It's yeah. not just like, I'll just kind of squat. No, because if I sat on the edges of the bucket, the bucket was going to topple over or crush under my own weight. There's nothing. I, so I had I had to actually do like, you know, like the wall, the wall, uh, the, the chair on the wall where sure. you just put your back against the wall. Yeah. But there was no, there was only the wall of the truck while I defecated. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know what the square footage of this is. Alan, if you can do the math for me, the uh, the tub at the bottom is one foot by two foot. Uh, and this, I need more than that, but yeah. <laughs> but I, what, okay, so the surface area, the bottom of the tub, is one foot by two feet. How I mean, of course, how deep is it though? I need. Well, I, we're not going to worry about the deepness uh, because I'm just going to say that uh, the swirl that I left inside that thing covered every surface area of the floor of that tub. Well, and I, I don't find that, that to be surprising. The question is, how deep was it? I mean, it, it was at the bottom. <laughs> like, would it, would it cover the, would it, would it cover the sole of your shoe? You know what I mean? Like, oh, the thickness. Oh man, we're talking. That's what like, I'm saying like depth. Yeah, we're talking like a restaurant cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Like what? Well, uh, like Red Robin restaurant cheeseburger or like Fuddruckers? Ooh. Um, I would say more of a Red Robin, but um, I would okay. lean towards like a like a double patty Red Robin. It was uh, yeah. it was hefty. It was girthy. It was also <laughs> fluffy. I was very proud of this. Like if I, because like usually, like if you had like a like a, let's say like a like a basic, like a Chuck Taylor, would mm. you, would your toes have gotten poopy? <laughs> your shoelaces would have gotten poopy. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of poop. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, that's a lot of mortar. <laughs> we should just keep this the poop episode. Do uh, we have to do anything we talk? I, I've about? already. I've already <laughs> Good night, everyone. Middle class souls. Got to use the bathroom. Uh, Show this to that chick. <clears throat> yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> Send hey, it to her directly. <laughs> you were the inspiration of quite the segment. I got something for you. <laughs> uh, so, Merle, what, what, what did you do? What did you do with the bin? Did, did you recycle it or? <laughs> well, no. I decided. Um, I well, like I said, it was pretty clean. What came out of me, like it was a. Oh, and then, by the way, the wiping. I was like, what am I going to do? Mm. I can't just pull my underwear up or, or might as well just go on in my pants. You're a mailman. So Somebody's I, mail, dude. No one reads that shit. 
<laughs> I was all done. I, 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 had, I had finished my day. That's the greatest part of this is like, I actually finished the day. I was actually giggling because I'm like, you did it. You made it, but you're not going to make it back. It was almost like suicide mission. I fit. I completed the mission, but I couldn't finish the journey. I, and so uh, I started rooting around through my, uh, my bag that I put all my drinks and like, you know, a knit cap in case it gets cold, fingers, gloves and all that shit. I'm rooting around like, what can I do? What can I do? And guess what I found? I found a mask. It had been in there since the start of the pandemic. Hey, man. And I was like, look, look at you, baby. <laughs> Finally. It was like, it, it, it was just, it was like this, this all inspiring moment. Like all this time you had this mask in here from this virus that never got you. And you had to wipe your ass and you wouldn't have been able to do it if China hadn't released that flu into the world. And then I wiped and, and it was a clean wipe, no streaks. So then uh, I found like, this is what I did. I actually drove around until I found a spot. I'm like, this is where I would let my dog shit and not pick it up because no one's using this spot. No one's walking here. This is just a fucking virgin ground. It's out of the, everybody's way. No one's going to step in this. And then I slammed the tub down as hard as I could. There was a whole bunch of residue in there. So when I got back, I just tossed that puppy in the dumpster. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Way to way to go. Fucking hey. That's I mean, it, let's just say a couple years from now you're in a job interview. Someone's like, hey, tell me about a time you dealt with some serious adversity in your previous workspace. Keep that story in your fucking back pocket. I think that might go a long way. I mean, that's Alan, correct me if I'm wrong. That's uh, you know, it's a lot of it's diversionary tactics, it's uh it's weighing your options, uh yeah. <clears throat> waiting for the right moment, being tactical. Uh, cal- calculative. A lot that goes into it. If you think about it, a lot that comes out of it. If you think about That's it, true. That's yeah. true. Well, hey, you gotta get, you gotta put in to get out, right? So, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think I was so happy at the end because it was warranted. You know, I, I would have been so upset if, like, a couple little nuggets just kind of like plop, punk, 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 a couple little rocks, little boulders fell out. But nah, man, this was this was the anaconda black snake, and it was just ready to fucking gnaw its teeth, man. It was ready to go. And I, so, yeah, it was completely warranted. I had no other choice because there was one point where I was dra- literally dragging. I'm not kidding when I say I was dragging my leg, pretending to be hurt. So if someone saw me, I had the meat sweats like where I was actually physically starting to beat up with sweat. But I was cold. Mm. I was flopping out there, man. And I, I, I made it. And I just remembered that this other guy I know. He carries a Maxwell House coffee tub in his truck just in case one of these emergencies comes around. And I was just like, man, I got to tell Rich, man, you better get something else, something a little heavier and chock full of nuts because that ain't going to do. <laughs> chock full of butts. Yeah. You got to imagine a hot, soupy, chock full of nuts can. Ugh. That's, that's not good. <laughs> well, good for you. Good for you, Murr. Uh, Murr, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Foxman, Allen, the middle class holes. This is, this might, I'm not going to say this is the last thing we're going to say about the subject, but you had talked about people being embarrassed by this. And I was in a group of people, this is like more than 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> this was with a lady I was dating previously. And it was kind of like a, not in a formal adult dinner party, but it was kind of one of these reasons, occasions like to get dressed, semi-dressed up. And I went on, some, you know, something got brought up about shitting yourselves. And I told the story about the first time I did that. I was at a family fun center, family fun zone. 
uh, kind of a quasi DZ chasing around, chasing around someone in the ball pit. Thought I had to fart and didn't had more. And uh, anyway, it was like, you, you tell that story with pride. Like what? That's not normal. And I was like, I tell you what, there's, let's see here. There's about 14 people here. We're going to ask everyone if they've done that in 12 of the 14. <laughs> I was like, be honest. 12 of the 14 raised their hand. I was like, it can be an accident. It can be just what I talked about. And I, mm-hmm. I turned to the person who said that, you know, that's not normal. I see you're the fucking weird one. You. Yeah. We can say it's childish all we want. But dealing with, with panic builds character. Yeah. And nothing causes a person to panic more than a shit in the pants. Well, I'll tell you, I, part of that story, being in this fucking family fun center, is that I scaled a 15-foot wall in order to get to a bathroom. Because I didn't want to walk the long way around in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that (laughs) how will i rally in this moment of adversity yeah there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it man you can't you know like i said the boxers are doing a job right they're protecting the overpant you know the (laughs) under the underpants really fucking serving its purpose at that point you got to protect that you got to fucking knock his shit all over everywhere you got to dispose of your shitty drawers. It's, it's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. If you you, you ever watch uh, YouTube videos in the comment section is so-and-so sent me here, like Bill Burr's segment sent me here. If that ever happens to us, there's a great video on YouTube where George Brett during spring training, uh, he's mic'd up and he's telling some teammates about the time he, he, shit, his, he shit himself in Vegas. Uh, he got like food poisonings from, from crab legs and he was in the... Uh, the lobby of the Borgata and had just nothing but like water diarrhea. Just and yeah, he ends it with, uh, Oh man, I woke up early for a round of golf and took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. And that, that's, the, that's, that's the end of it. That's the end of it. Well, thank you gentlemen. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope everyone else did. Mur, I know you did. Sounds, sounds like it. Uh, and I did. Yeah. I, I housed some food. I had two Thanksgivings, a, th- a Thursday and a Saturday, and went to f- nice. put put in some fucking work. Nice. Yeah. I got two. I got a Thursday and a Sunday, and I double-plated both of them. Yeah. Oh, God. And I don't – I've gotten into uh, – I, I actually enjoyed the social media of watching every fucking – again, you talk about pay, the gamut of patriotism at a Leonard Skinner concert, the, <laughs> the gamut of turkey cooking on social media. I mean, that's all people like bait, like rubbing mayonnaise all over it. People injecting fucking butter and God knows what else inside of certain parts. Uh, the different seasoning, smoking it, spatchcocking it, cock spatching it. Oh, what did, what did you shake your head for? Cock spatching it. Yeah. Cock spatching it, I hear, is the that, way to go. <clears throat> that's reverse spatchcocking. That's where you put another yeah, breastbone into it. Uh-huh. That's great. I don't. I've never spatched a cock, so I have no idea what you're talking about. You cut the you cut the spine out and flatten it, so it evens out like cooking. Yeah, you can do it with chickens okay. and turkeys. You can do it with any bird. Well, yeah, okay, that makes that makes sense. That's how they do like the turducken. They like debone it basically, and they 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 wrap each flattened bird in, into each other. Yeah, that no, I I've got a uh, yeah, I've got a I got a uh, injector. Hey, what do you call that thing? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a needle. A syringe, a giant yeah. fucking flavor, syringe, yeah. Flavor, flavor needle, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, dude. And I this year we didn't because we, we I was cooking for four people, so I wasn't gonna do a whole fucking twenty pound bird. Dude, butterball makes just like the breast and the back meat. It's that's all it is. And it's pre-cooked. And I got one that was smoked. You just gotta cook it for like an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, oh, that thing was gorgeous. I mean, you spray it with some Pam, which sounds like the like most unhealthy, like useless thing that you could do. And you spray the skin with some Pam. You put a little butter or a little salt and pepper on there. Roast that some bitch. God damn, that was delicious. I just, I just, at the end of the night when everybody left, the gravy was still out and had a nice little film on top. I was just taking big old hunks of turkey and just dipping it. It was like chips and dip, but it was just meat and gravy. It's like the, the Achilles. <laughs> Getting wow. dumped in the uh, you know the Achilles heel of your turkeys. Bloop. <laughs> Good for <It's> you. <clears throat> Good for you. I still have some leftovers. I have key lime pie. Uh, man, well, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Hope everybody had a, uh, a great time with your families and loved ones. Or hopefully you didn't. Maybe there was some drama. Maybe there was a fist fight, a divorce. Uh, you know, some sort of or the start of a divorce. I you know whatever. Celebrate right. Cool. That'd be exciting. If a, if the start of a divorce happened this past Thursday on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, as long as it's not your own, it's probably a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah, not my own. Just a, yeah. love, just a loved one. Not your, not, not your own, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, not mine. Mine's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love to watch somebody else's deteriorate in a family function. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is... That again, this is a, that that is like on par with with shitting yourself, you know. Yeah, That's, I also did my twenty fifth uh, high school reunion oh, on uh, yeah. on Friday. You told me a little bit about and that. I, yeah, and I mean, and it, it, and it went better than I had anticipated. And in fact, I sat down with the uh, with a with a chick that I hadn't seen in twenty some years, and you know, we were talking, and she was like, you know, like, well, what do you think makes a a, a good loving marriage? And I was like, well. She's like, I said, well, you got to get past all that, you know, fireball, like opening stuff. The honeymoon phase has got to fade into like, hey, honey, I just took a really weird shit in the bathroom. Can you come take a look at this? Should I go to the doctor? And she got all embarrassed. And I was like, well, you did ask me what I thought love was. <laughs> Love's <laughs> taking a look at a dump in the toilet. Yeah. It's not your own. Or like, or like, you know, like I would assume at some point in time when you had your, your, your anal uh, medical issues that you would ha- you were had to be like hey hey babe check this out real quick and just spread your cheeks and was like need you to need you to pot- to get it on in there take a look you make, know, sure, make sure I'm not dying <laughs> I actually never did that one and the only reason why was because like if you're asking someone to look you already know it's not good and if they don't have a medical degree there's really no point in them seeing it <laughs> that's true but you don't know you don't know what you don't know right like right. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I can't see it. I can only flick it, and it feels like cancer. Yeah, like, exactly. I need you to lay you're eyes like, on. well, I feel a little hard lump there, and then like you know, she goes back <laughs> in there, and she's like, oh, "Boy, that's more than just a hard lump, my friend." Like, you know what I mean? What it feels like and what it looks like are two very different things. Yeah. <laughs> there's this there's this uh, good book that I read about two years ago. It's about it's written, the story is about a kid growing up in Des Moines, Iowa, and how it's changed since his childhood into adulthood. But he brings up about uh, a neighborhood friend of his, someone who uh, he was best friends with, quote unquote, from like, I don't know, six to eight. And he was trying to describe their friendship while at the time was meaningful and fulfilling. But looking back on it, it was, you know, pretty 
pretty fucking stupid. He was like, he's the first person's butthole I ever saw. I don't know why. I didn't ask him to do it, but he pulled his pants down and showed me. And I looked. <laughs> Sometimes curiosity will get you. Mm. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. Enough about poop. On to much more pressing issues, like bears that do cocaine. Mur. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's officially time for friend or foe. I'm going to read a news story to you, see if you agree or disagree. Friend or foe, and this one is exactly that. It's about a cocaine-fueled bear ready to take on the world. Cocaine Bear. It's a movie. It's coming out in February. And spoiler alert, it's about a bear on cocaine. (laughs) But here's the kicker. Apparently, it's based on a true story. Back in 1985, um, a bear apparently stumbled upon a large bag filled with pounds upon pounds of cocaine and consumed it all. And the story's now been turned into a film by director Elizabeth Banks, which stars, check this out, Carrie Russell, Alden Urkelrich, I think that's how you say it, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and the late, great Ray Liotta in one of his final screen roles before he died this last spring. Um, Here's the official synopsis. Inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's plane crash, missing cocaine, and the black bear that ate it, this wild thriller finds an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. So friend or foe, just because something actually happened, should it be made a movie? Friend, yes, who doesn't want to hear a story about a cocaine bear? There's all sorts of remakes being done in Hollywood. Why not go with something fresh? Sometimes the cover is worth the price of admission or foe. No, this is just super lame. It sounds cool on paper, a cocaine fueled bear, but it should be left alone and just a fun, whimsical tale to send your friends to Wikipedia to find Wes. We'll start with you. I mean, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily going foe because of any type of you know, like it's, like it, it shouldn't this type this is the type of thing that shouldn't be touched yes i do think that there there are things that are worthy of <clears throat> screenplay uh a producer dumping in a bunch of money hollywood backing it finding the late great ray Liotta. why the fuck he was like yeah that sounds pretty good to me let's get in that um i just think okay an actor that's why <laughs> that's right i, I like, i'm gonna go faux just for simply for artistic reasons like come on man like this is this is Hollywood can make a dollar a lot of other ways. Make fucking, I don't know, The Rock 2, starring The Rock. Wouldn't that be great? Alcatraz <laughs> again. I, but yeah. Coke I'm Bear, watching. come on, man. I mean, ba- based on a true story. No, it's... A, a ba- the bear probably did Coke and then probably looked for more Coke, like normal fucking Cokeheads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on some rampage. Was it that, if, if this movie has the bear... Just asking Ray Liotta, like, hey, man, you got any more? Like, okay, sure. <laughs> then perhaps I'm in. Outside of this, like, it's like the bear's highly tolerable. <sighs> man, he's even more tolerable and bloodthirsty. Like, fucking Hollywood. Foe, get the hell out of here with this shit. Okay, Alan. 
No, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a friend. Like, I know this is going the way of Sharknado, right? But, like, it's new and fresh, like you mentioned in your example. Uh, well, go ahead. No, okay. Go ahead. Sharknado is obviously just a bullshit, a, a, uh, a ridiculous sci-fi. We know this is bullshit. We know yeah. this is a D-plus movie. Coke Bear is on the premises of based on a true story that you yeah. all never knew about. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying that they're like in the like they're rooted in reality. I mean that it's gimmicky and fucking. It could like I don't know if this is coming out in theaters, but it could just as easily hit come all out on fucking Hallmark Channel or <laughs> or sci-fi or or fucking Bravo or so. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a, this is a TV movie. I mean, it's is it going to theaters? I didn't even I didn't even catch it. It just says like, out in February uh, next year, so it's coming out soon. Yeah. So, but look, either way, it's new, it's refreshing. I want to see a cocaine bear mall, people. I want to find out. <laughs> I want to find out how do, how does cocaine affect a bear's poops? Is it is it diarrhea poop or is it constipation? Oh, I think know? it's constipation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. That's a, that's a that's you know. It's a really oily diet of salmon and cocaine. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't mix well in the in the gullet, but yeah, I'm I'm friending this. I want I want to see some some cocaine bear action. Like you know, you're gonna get the gratuitous like he eats some some like and it's gonna be like a brown bear. It's like a grizzly, isn't it? What kind of bear is it? Did they just it's a black bear? Yeah, oh, see, even better. Fucking the contrast of all that pure pure white Colombian. Fucking against that black bear fur. Oh, yeah. You're going to get that fucking money shot where he goes down and like majestically comes up like LeBron James before a fucking basketball game. And there's just powder everywhere. It's going to be fucking beautiful. I'm, Wes, I'm here. I think, Can you get the um, screen grab up of the I, uh, of the poster? I will. I have two things to say about this. First of all, we I didn't realize this, but uh, I missed over it. Oh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, Alan, do you know who that is? I, I do know that name. I don't know why, but I do know that name. Okay, look it up, and as soon as you okay, put yeah. the, put it together, then give me the other movie that comes to mind. The, uh, actually, I don't have a, a specific one. Okay, no, that, that, one. that's Ice Cube's son. Ah, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, he played Ice Cube in the fucking, what's it called, right? Yeah, that's not what I think of him as, though. Uh, well, no, 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 I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about his old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he played Ice Cube in that fucking movie about NWA. About NWA, but I'm talking about his old man being an anaconda. And maybe this is his son playing it back in some sort of like kind of equally ridiculous animal movie. You kind of stole my thunder on like why this will probably work because like you had a movie like Anaconda that did so well for no reason at all. You had John Voight. um, By the way, I'm sending you the. Ray Liotta. I'm sending the movie poster to you uh, right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just that whole, like, this this insane thing happens in nature. And it's why we are so, I think, enamored by animal fights and things like that. When we always had those, like, could, you know, how many people could it take to take down a black bear? Okay, maybe we said 50. All right, now what if he snorted an entire Cessna's worth of cocaine? <laughs> okay, you just ramped the number up. By, probably by triple. Yeah, at least 150. Yeah, look at that. Look, look at the money shot. Wow. Yeah. 
Man. Yeah. You know he's gonna he's gonna go back to the uh to the den and just annoy people with a bunch of stories. Just a bunch <laughs> of ramblings. <laughs> You know, like, you know, like in 45 minutes, he's going to tell you to call the guy and tell him to see if he can come back over. (laughs) But as far as my friend or foe vote on this goes, I'm straddling the line here because I feel like, Wes, you're right. It shouldn't be done just because you, you know, just because it's a funny, whimsical story that you read from like a, a news blotter on somebody's like way back when Facebook page doesn't mean that you should go and tap a bunch of like Hollywood superstars to come out and try to fucking make this film. However, I do feel like with enough craftiness and artfulness, you can pretty much make a movie out of anything. Mm -hmm. And this, this does strike a lot like Anaconda. It's, it's a lot like jaws. It's a lot like all of the, uh, even like uh, Friday the 13th, you know, Jason Voorhees, what can kill him? What can kill a cocaine fueled black bear what can do it besides a headshot you're gonna have to fucking riddle this thing with like every piece of lead you've got in your backpack if you're out camping yeah to even have a shot I, so i want to see if they pull it off so i'm going to watch it for that reason alone i'm somewhat I, they got uh jesse tyler ferguson whose name meant nothing to me but mitchell from modern family uh <clears throat> the the homosexual son of uh al bundy hi <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, but you know, and and of course Ray Ray Liotta as Dentwood and He's, Carrie Russell, Carrie by Russell the way, as Carrie Russell. That's Felicity? Felicity, Felicity. But I'll tell you what, don't sleep on Carrie Russell. If you do, lucky you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, she has the one of the greatest death scenes of all time. It's at the beginning of uh, the Mission Impossible with uh, William H Macy. Is it William H? Not William H Macy. Who's the guy who died of a drug overdose? Uh, he was in Boogie Nights. It's not William H Macy, but it's got a, a he's got a prominent. He uh, died. He died of a drug overdose in Boogie Nights. Or... No, he died of a drug overdose. He was he was the weird guy in Boogie Nights. Oh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's him, Philip oh, Seymour Hoffman. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one. It's the Mission Impossible that stars him as the bad guy. She's got like a fucking like bomb like lodged up in her nasal passage. And it, the further she gets away from whatever the fucking tone is, it's going to explode. And, dude, the way she dies in that song, bitch, just that's acting. Like, that's how you die. Yeah. You don't just eh, stick your tongue out, roll an eye. No, she got one eye goes wonky, and her fucking nose just starts bleeding. She's just gone. Badass. Yeah. Get this. Uh, Ray Liotta, whose uh, <laughs> character in this, which is he goes by Dentwood. That's it. So, so it's kind of like seal or fucking chair, just a one Madonna, one, one person in Dentwood. Um, this is in fact, his last credited starring role. Uh, prior to that, the la- the, the one before that, it's called the substance. I wonder if this is a prequel to, uh, <laughs> to cook bear. <laughs> really hoping he just played the bear. <laughs> <laughs> they give it a cool name like Dentwood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Deadwood the bear. Uh, so I guess, uh, I guess, I guess I'll technically go friend. So the friends have it. Cocaine bear, February. Our money's in, baby. Yeah, yeah. and we we should. Can we host like a red carpet event somewhere? I, I don't, like I don't do care. A live. Yeah, we might have to do like a premiere. Yeah, something. I don't know. And find somewhere that's doing it. 
you know, we're the middle class holes. Christ will throw a patch on a fake tuxedo shirt. And I, I don't know. Well, okay. There's two problems here. One, no one's coming out to see us. And two, no one's coming out to see Cocaine Bear. So it's going to be us talking to the fucking movie theater staff. Looks like we'll have to pay our friends again. God. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys expect anybody to show up for the movie tonight? No, we're actually losing money. Just keeping the lights on to play it. <laughs> We'll do uh, what do they what do they used to call those like back in the day where they did two movies like a, a double feature uh, double feature double feature yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do like an anaconda or snakes on a plane or uh, what's that bear movie with Anthony Hopkins and well, the, we, uh, should, what we should do is fucking uh, fucking chairman of the board yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and cocaine bear yeah by the way you just mentioned something like okay so you're shitting on cocaine bear. But they literally made a movie about snakes on a plane called Snakes on a Plane, mm-hmm. where the tagline from the movie, somebody get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. Well, yeah, it wasn't under the fucking gu- guise of a, you know, based on a true story. <laughs> that's, that's, so a that's, hanging, your... that's a hanging point for me. Yes. <laughs> that's where you're... Well, wait a minute. Wouldn't it make more sense to actually... Put something to film that is based on reality. I th- no, because then just sell it as like this with it Sharknado or fucking leopard zebra or whatever else they've done. I don't know. To just say that hey, it's a Coke bear. It's, I'm trying to sit here and be like, ah, you know, based based on a screenplay written by I don't know. Da da da. But okay, snakes on a plane. Like somebody thought of that and thought it was a good idea, and th- that was someone, like that was cocaine take, writer's room. Someone's taking a shit one time. They saw a, a little like fucking, I don't know, probably a serpent swimming around. Like ugh, ugh, I can't do this. Oh my god, inspiration for a movie. That's what happened. Yeah, and this is like holy shit, a bear just ransacked like ten kilos of coke. That's terrifying. Well, then just we're, sell it as And we're that. camping. Sell it as that. Don't sell it as like the, what took place in night. Dramatized events that took place in 1985 where a bear went to nibble someone's snicker bar and came across something much more extravagant. Two kilos of coke <laughs> that these hikers were using as fuel to get across a part of the, <laughs> the Great Plains. Hiking fuel. Yes. Fuel. <laughs> And by the way, the movie I was thinking, but you, you interrupted me. It's called The Edge with Anthony Hopkins and uh, Alec Baldwin. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. That. And I learned from that movie that you can make a lens out of ice that can start a fire. So you can start a fire with ice. And guess who's tried it? This turd right here. <laughs> yeah. There's also you can put like uh, wheels of a, like uh, something from a wristwatch on a leaf in water and the, the, the metal will point north. Yeah. And actually, listen, you got a pretty Anthony Hopkins, Alec Baldwin, Ella McPherson, the guy in the wheelchair from Oz. And get this. Bart Bart the bear, the actual fucking grizzly got a credit in that. Good for him. Well, Bart was in a lot of films at at that time, by the way. I'd like to see who plays the bear this time. Are they going to CGI the bear or is it going to be a real bear? And are they going to give it real cocaine? Oof. I'm gonna say see. I'm gonna say definitely CGI on this one. This yeah, is like a Lake Placid type thing. This isn't uh, you know some sort of ornament in the Fox household that we used to rub flour on the nose of. 
cooler if it was. Yeah, yeah. Is that friend or foe? That's friend or foe. All right. Get us into nice. something outside of fucking Coke Bear. Give me some facts, baby. Let's do it, friends. Let's learn some knowledge. It is officially time for your fun fact Friday, of course, brought to you by your cocaine bears hat. <laughs> The Shin Splints Recovery Group. Got any pain below the knee and above the ankle, and you need some like-minded morons to talk about your problems with, head on over to the Shin Splints Recovery Group on Facebook. Let's do it. O-M-G. Facts! Did you know the human heart creates enough pressure to squirt blood 30 feet? Damn, 30 feet. 10 yards. First down. First fucking USA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, First down is you if blood squirts 30 feet out of your body. I was going to say, um, I mean, I, I've, uh, I was in a simulate. Well, sorry. So it wasn't a real person. It was a, a simulation uh, with like one of those like dummies that, that has uh, a lot of like, not like make believe organs or things like that. It's, it's basically set up for medical simulations, but <clears throat> they were pumping blood into it uh, from something, and I, I saw it squirt up into uh, like part of the drop ceiling. So, no, that's probably a little less than ten feet. Probably could have gone yeah, a little it, further. But I mean, I guess it matter. It doesn't matter like what it's coming out of. Is that just like out of like the aorta? Like I mean, what like because if you if you it's then the hose have to be a certain like diameter in order for it to like spray a certain length. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly think that it, it matters not only where it happens, but how it happens. Alan, is that what, kind of what you were thinking? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would definitely depend on what, like, part. But I think it's just saying, like, the average pressure of blood probably exiting the heart is enough to... to ah, I gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm always, like, haunted because um, I, I had to take this interpersonal communications class, and of course, you know, one of the <laughs> deals was like give a public speech about your job and this guy was a mortician on the side as he was going to school and he was telling us what the um what the uh the arteries and veins were like and he's like have you guys ever made uh uh like have you, oh fuck what was it have you ever filled noodles with ricotta cheese well that's what it's like uh cutting into the uh human aorta yeah like that Thanks, creepy guy. I will never get that out of my fucking mind for the rest of my goddamn life. All that jelly-fied blood. Yeah. An interpersonal communication class that turned into anatomy somehow. Yeah, because he was a mortician. He was telling us about his job, and he was telling us what it was like to, like, slit into, like, the carotid artery and the fucking aorta and shit. And, because he had to remove, like, the organs and shit and just, mm -hmm. which I think, I wouldn't think the mortician would be doing that. But I guess there's shit still there. When they get them back from the morgue. I do enjoy the fact that your interpersonal communications professor was moonlighting. That, no, no, that no, no. This was thing. a student. This was a student oh. in the class who was also a mortician who was like taking, getting college credits. God, so was he try, trying to get out of being a mortician? I, I guess. It didn't seem like it. It seemed like this was like the family business. So why are you here? I mean, what are you, what are you doing? Well, you gotta, you gotta like actually learn how to do that stuff. Right. This mortuary, yeah. this mortuary science dudes are weird. 
Sure. Yes, absolutely. But like, I feel like that's more of like hands on and if your family already like owns the business. Why are you giving me a public speech about it and not just fucking doing it? Well, yeah, but like you can't I don't think you can become a licensed mortician, even if your parents own one. Like, uh. like it's not like it's not like fucking carpentry. Where you're like, your dad was like, here, here, son, I'll teach you how to work the wood. You know what I mean? Like, like, fucking, this is, yes, yep, did it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> I hope a mortician's not working the wood. Like, <laughs> a mortician can't be like, all right, son, come on over here and get your ha- arms deep in this fucking dead body. Let's, come on over here and let's cut open someone's grandmother's chest without any fucking any education whatsoever <laughs> they have to go and do stuff <laughs> and a one and a two and livers connected to the do do he's like what Come we do on. is we throw it up on meat hooks much like a deer uh let's see like you know you there's a there's a process to this <laughs> right sure but given a public speech at fucking cecil community college ain't gonna get you any closer to fucking like getting grandma painted up like a clown so you can have an open fucking casket funeral <laughs> yeah no that, you're 100 percent right like the mortuary science guy probably shouldn't have to take speech yeah. he's not uh, he's not talking to the dead people or maybe he is i don't know but they're not listening so whatever comes out of his mouth doesn't matter <laughs> They caught the attention of a young Andrew Murr. Do you remember much else from that class, or is that, nope. uh, is that up there? I, that single speech. <laughs> the only thing I remember is my dad had two VCRs, and, and I had seen a – I had ordered the VHS from the History Channel about the building of the uh, Chesapeake Bay Bridge and Tunnels. And so I only recorded the parts that were pertinent to the dumb speech that I was going to give. And I got that shit all set up like in one day because I'm a master of editing in the most rudimentary way possible. And I got a fucking A for not all I did was set up the clips. So I was like, and in this clip, you're going to see how they built the tunnels. And then I hit play. And she was fucking fascinated by this. Look at that. And nice. I got an A. That's and good. I barely spoke the entire time. Did you know about 30,000 Americans are injured by toilets? Every year. Damn. Figured that was an appropriate fact to bring up on this particular <clears throat> episode. 30,000. Amer- and that's just Americans. USA, again. Look at that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's like, let's hypothesize here. What is, what are the toilet injuries in America? Yeah. What's like, the, what, what the, the pie chart? I want to know the leading causes. I want to know the big fucking, the, the same as in there. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think personally, uh, malfunction. Like of what? Like the the stability. You're sitting on it, and it, it gives way. The entirety, like the porcelain shatters. Uh, well, now that uh, you've said it uh, that way, I take back. Maybe getting cut. <laughs> you think like there's like a sharp edge of like a like a uh, <clears throat> you know something that's chipped away. Like a, I can see like a toilet seat like like sliding loose, and then like you 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 slip off or something, mm-hmm. or maybe like. Maybe you're like you're panicking and you're trying to get your shit done and and you, you like you blindly go for the sit and you miss and then you bust your ass on the ground. I don't know. Yeah, or like the or the seats up. You know what I mean? And like this is probably like a, a like women probably don't or experience this a little more, but like seats up and it's like because I know Kelly has gotten me once. She's been like you motherfucker. It was like two in the morning and the seat was up and I just half asleep sat down on fucking nothing. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> and I was I've, like, oh, I've, yeah, my bad. I've woken up to <laughs> a screamed that before. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, so like that's and like if you do it wrong, it could fucking probably cause some serious injury. Yeah, I also wonder if it's um, <clears throat> either cleaning and or maintenance. Like if you have to pick the mm. the big thing up off the back, um, or or if you're if you're cleaning it and um, you know either catch yourself something or to, you know, I mean, could you pull like if you pull a muscle cleaning it trying to get to the back, is that considered an injury via the toilet? Uh, or maybe you slip coming out of the uh, the shower and you hit the toilet. Ah, okay. Slip and falls and hitting the toilet. Maybe, maybe. But 30,000 seems like a big number, especially to blame the toilet. Because to me, I would blame the water on the floor because it could easily be the sink or the tub or like the, I don't know, the towel rack or whatever. Like it, the toilet just seems like, I mean, it's a big object, of course. So, yeah, it's a good target. Could it be um, from like a male perspective, like... You know, could could you think any guys get their junk like caught up in in in, in the seat air like as they're sitting down to poop? You know what I mean? Like, is, is it possible? That, yeah. You know, I'm just trying to hypothetically yeah. think of I'm, some ways that injuries could occur. I'm sure at a thirty thousand, that's like a one percenter. You know, yeah, I'm sure that that happens. Yeah, or like I remember, or like a guy like goes to reach forward for like some extra TP and like accidentally like oh shit and like you know, squeezes the boys yeah. or some shit like just something crazy. Unless it's know? like or or uh or ch- ch- uh children males mm, who get yeah. the, the old the yeah. old uh oh uh, yeah the, the, old, like, it's the like, old guillotine it's like, yeah it's like exact height right yeah yeah I remember when I was a kid and it was somebody. You ever have somebody you go to their house and they got that fucking like that that pillow seat? You know, it's like fucking like made of like ni- nylon and it's but it's squishy. And anytime you try to push that seat up, it just is like, nah, I'm gonna go back down. I've, I was I, a kid. I, I have urinated through so many of those. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yep. Well, no, like I think my bigger issue with it is it's like it's oh, they're always like vinyl, so like mm-hmm. it, inevitably like they're pieces of shit. So it like the vinyl cracks. And then, like, it pinches you. It pinches yep. up, and you're like, you fucking cheap pieces of shit. Buy a wooden fucking <laughs> toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I, I don't know how old I was. I'm going to say, like, 12-ish. And it was one of these seats, and it would not stay up. And I wasn't paying attention. And that thing just came down and just whacked the top of my cock, man. Just nipped the tip. And I was just like, ah! Yeah. And I was, <laughs> Just one of those one of those noises that, that one of those notes that only Lady Gaga can hit <laughs> came out of my throat. Yeah. I think we're I think we're missing like <clears throat> some, I think we're missing some small things like stub toes, you know, just you know, the toilet, yeah. the base of the yeah, toilet. Just, really, but really, I whacked my toe into it. Uh, you know, I don't know. You're, you're fishing something out with your hand. You got it stuck in there. <laughs> Toilet injuries. <laughs> <laughs> you research that while I ask you this. Did you know it costs $20,000 per football game to broadcast the yellow line? 20, G, 20 Gs of CG. Wow. Hey, man. Why do they even have the old guys running with the chains? Because it's fucking well, stupid. It's, That's it's why. wasteful. Well, well, I, I mean, I guess, well, because they can't see the yellow line on the field, but I did watch some, it was some documentary about like what goes into like broadcasting a football game and they, they showed the line and like all the graphics they put up, 
they got to go and they have to get like one of the, you know, remember on like the old paint program where you had to get the eyedropper and you could like suck up and copy like a pixel of color. They have to do that for every team, every potential color scheme that they could possibly use. And then they have to like plug that into the system and void that coloration out of any graphic they have. Otherwise, like, yeah, you'll get that weird like floating head CG thing going on where guys are like running through the graphics. So there is more, but it's come on. The yellow yeah. fucking line. See what they need to do. They need to make tracks on both sides of the field with a laser that goes yeah. across. And then we'll have 30,000 people getting injured in the NFL, just running through the coming in and out for substitutions, tripping over the track, spraining an ankle. You'll have like an Orlando Brown type who accidentally looks at the laser as he's like <laughs> reaching for a first down, goes blind in his left eye, yeah. can't play again. I don't even think you need to get that elaborate. Like you have. Like a $60,000 camera hung up on fishing wire above the fucking line of scrimmage. Like, we can't figure out how to use that to make a fucking straight line. You're talking about the one that goes hovers over the the field of play? That's a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. (laughs) Yeah. You, the million dollar camera can't fucking save everybody $20,000 a game. Like, come on. Why did we buy this camera? Yeah. It's probably a union job and they got to like extra charge for no reason. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess the the the, the money making machine that is the NFL is like, oh yeah, we'll give them the lines, we'll give them the chains too, whatever. Let's be honest, it does. I remember watching games when it was just literally like guys in the stands pointing cameras at the field. It's 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 worth it. Yeah, and they can afford it. <clears throat> I wonder it's how made the experience better. I wonder how much it cost the. Uh, remember the NHL dabbled with the puck flashing. Dude, if they brought that back now, because it, yeah, it was Fox, and they spent, I can't remember how much money, but they they, Im- <laughs> they embedded a chip inside of all the pucks. And yeah, the cameras are supposed to be able to pick it up. And it worked okay sometimes. The only time it was really relevant was like when they were up against the boards, like where the camera can't see. Mm-hmm. That was the only time it, it was really good. But what was cool, when they took a slap shot, and it was like the tail got longer the faster the puck was moving. It was pretty cool. Well, it also it, it would also go from like yellow to bright red, which is I was just about to say. You know what's yeah. so douchey about that is when they took a slap shot, it went from yellow to bright red. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was a good idea. It was it was before its time, like like the GameCube. Okay, it was it was ahead of its time. Yeah, and the world wasn't ready for it yet. Well, we we weren't quite. We were only de- dipping our toe into the HD market at that point, and you know a lot yeah. of. Companies were still broadcasting in SD, and figured like, okay, we'll just we'll just spice this up a bit, give them something that'll follow the puck around. Yeah. Did you know? From groundbreaking to opening day, Disneyland was built in just three hundred sixty-five days, one calendar year. Poof. I did not know. And Disneyland is in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's Los Angeles, <laughs> Anaheim. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. God. Everything in California is just fucking Los Angeles. One year. Yeah, but the the fact, okay, but that's a different California that you could get a giant fucking project like that done and accomplished in one when year. Yeah, when was that? Like, I, I want to yeah. say like late. I'm gonna say 60s, like. Mid early sixties, because Walt was dead when it opened. Roy, Roy's the powerhouse of the Disney fucking corporation. Yeah, Walt got everything rolling, but fucking Roy was that that stalwart behind the scenes. 
1955. 55. Look at that. Yeah, we were still making everything here. Like, yeah. yeah, they we yeah. That was good. That was the good old days. By the way, the uh the Conowingo Dam, the treasured Conowingo Dam here in Conowingo, the only thing that puts it on the map. That motherfucker, do you know it only took them two years to build that whole thing? No, okay. really. Two years they stopped water. <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean you had you're up against the clock, literally. When was that built? Uh, 1926. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Well, it was completed in 28, but yes, yeah, 1926. They also say that the mafia uh, around the time were uh, bringing dead bodies and chucking them into the cement. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> cement there, buddy. <laughs> a lot of cement. They used more than they needed because they were worried. And God damn it, 100 years later, damn near. God bless them. It's still petrifying to drive over. It, what? I, I don't know. Nah, that one, that one, the, I worry about bridges. That one doesn't bother me for some reason. I don't know why. God, I mean, it's, it it's is. Not, it's, just, it's just very old. Oh, it is. My God. Yeah. All right. Did you know? Yeah, cool. Did you know, as an adult, you have more than 20 square feet of skin on your body, about the same square footage as a blanket for a queen sized bed? Hmm. I know we had talked about using our skin for various things in the past, and now we know exactly how much skin we actually have. So if um, one of you is in the market for a – I don't know if I'd make a queen-size bed. I think I'd do a good twin. (laughs) I was going to say about about half the square footage that Andrew Murray needs to take an emergency dump in. I was going to say, how many fleshlights is that, Wes? Do you know? (laughs) Yeah, fleshlights? Well, funny you ask. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As a matter of fact, they sent, me, they sent me the dimensions of the one I just ordered recently. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's a, it's a lot of lampshades, you know. Murder, uh, did you learn this from your mortician uh, uh, former <laughs> classmate? When no, you but cut I tell into you ravioli uh, filled with cottage cheese, that's like it's uh, cutting into. <laughs> Is that what he said? I, I do know that um, this coming year, because the calendar is running out. Um, I am going to find us a brand new Fun Fact Friday calendar with more details. I'm going to get one that actually has like paragraphs and maybe even like pie charts and shit on it. I'm going to get a I'm going to get something that that really mm. that really saves my mind from being creative and having to search for answers to questions that I have no possible reason to be able to uh, comprehend or answer. That sounds like a solid plan. I yeah. don't know, man. I think the ambiguity kind of lightens the mood, you know? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <clears throat> we have answers. We have questions. Sometimes we have answers. Sometimes we don't. You know? <laughs> but I get blamed for the lack of answers. That's all right. <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you lose sleep over it? God, I, when we're Sometimes. done recording, I sleep peacefully. <laughs> Not I. I will sit there and ruminate over fucking Wes. <laughs> Asking me, okay, well, uh, you say a queen. Now, how tall does the per- person have to be to, to make the queen? Now, not just tall, but, like, what's their bone structure like? Like, w- mm. were they a hefty person? Were they a scrawny guy? Like, Shaq, would Shaq make two queen-sized, uh, you know, mattress sheets? Or would it, or, like, like would you just do a, a double bed? What, yeah. w- what would that be? Yeah, I would say a Pizza the Hut probably makes four extra-large pizzas. Pizza the Hut! <laughs> <laughs> What about Willow? Yeah, what, about, yeah. what about him? What, what would he do? Would he just what, what be like a pillowcase? I, it's like a towel. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. like a, like a bath mat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Val Kilmer, on the other hand, boy, oh boy. And that, my friends, is your fun fact Friday. All right, well, it's the end of the month, and you all know what that means. This is a good, bad movie review via the middle class holes. We've done a full circle between myself, uh, Alan, and Murr, and we're back to myself here. And I'm going to give you my good, bad movie review of the month, and you two can dissect it, talk about it any way you want. Uh, Murr gave me the skinny, said he watched it, said it's still bad, but you be the judge. <laughs> 1991. And I hate to say it, like, I always refer back to the Rotten Tomatoes percentage. Not that that's an ultimate criteria of a good, bad movie. I think it's now. I think it is an ultimate criteria now. I think that is, that's 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 the landmark that we all have to judge things sure. on. Okay. I mean, okay. okay, a 13 on Rotten Tomatoes. The 1991 comedy, dare I say, classic, Nothing But Trouble, starring Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, John Candy, Demi Moore... <laughs> Peter Aykroyd, and then a handful of other people. So uh, <clears throat> Chevy Chase and Demi Moore, uh, are they, of course, they get lost going to the mean streets of New Jersey. Chevy Chase decides to take a back road, winds up in Judge Alvin J.P. Uh, Hulkenstein's uh, <laughs> property, and then it turns into a funny farm, madhouse type of situation. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Did, did, when was the last time you watched it? I know you're reviewing like about doing five, it. Five years ago. Okay. All right. See, I just okay. All right. Why? Okay. Because I just watched it, like literally, like two days ago. Yeah. And well, I mean, the, the crazy. Okay. So the, the 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 judge is the judge is corrupt. He's got a dick for a nose. Uh he he wants um he he he's holding them hostage for like damages that had been done to the property or damages that he felt that the state of New Jersey owed to the family. You're shaking your head here. I just, I, I, he's just, it's just, I wish there was a reason he was holding them. It's just, there, there is no through line plot that makes any kind of relevant sense to each other through the whole thing. They couldn't get away. They couldn't get away. John Candy, the, the, who plays two characters was holding them. Then you got all these slides, stabbing instruments that could kill him. The judge, who's an organ player. Come on, man. Come on. Bobo and Little Devil. And one of which is played by Dan Aykroyd. You know, all the classic ingredients for a comedy. You betcha. I genuinely think that this movie was made solely so Chevy Chase would have an opportunity to make out with Demi Moore. I think that's the only reason that this thing was fucking greenlit and put the film there was a complete waste of john candy's talent he plays like the straight man in the movie um besides playing the female counterpart his twin sister or whatever who's a mute by the way and i think the only reason that they made her a mute in the movie is because they didn't know how to technically like add in like john candy talking to john candy so it's like uh she's a mute (laughs) so Mm. she can't didn't so she can't John, speak. Didn't want John Candy to speak as a, as a woman. Well, yeah. It's so. so yeah. Uh, first of all, it's uh, Judge Alvin J. P. Volkenheiser, uh, who <laughs> also is played. Who Ackroyd also plays Bobo from the out to like the yeah. weird uh, subhumanoid type uh, uh, with the 
like baby twins, monsters, baby monsters that they have outside that Demi Moore wins the trust of that ultimately helps them escape. Uh, another point that I'd like to bring up, um, aside from aside from the fact that uh, Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's brother, and Peter Aykroyd, uh, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's brother, Daniel Baldwin, also in this. Check it out here. Now the best one. Bear with me. Digital Underground, Shock G, the late great Shock G, and Tupac Shakur are in this. Uh, yeah, the- that was the best part of the movie. That was absolutely the best part of the movie. And I think the only reason it got any marketing at all whatsoever. Because Wes, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Let me just say that. Because you're reviewing the movie. Don't roll your eyes at me, sir. You're reviewing the movie, and you didn't put yourself through the trauma of, of revisiting it to actually get a good gauge of what... It doesn't. I wanted to. I wanted to like it because I watched the whole goddamn thing. I wanted to like it. There's no point to this film. Like even <laughs> even in your most obtuse comedy, there's a point. There's no point to this movie. Absolutely none. Um, the 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 bits aren't even that funny. It's almost more of a horror movie than it is a comedy. Uh, Dan Aykroyd wrote it, directed it, and quasi starred in it. And I think that's the only reason it got made. Man, I think you're being probably true. I, Alan, you were like classic when I said this is it. Buckle I mean, up, it is a classic, but it is fucking terrible. And he's right. Like, it does seem like one of those films that was just made for like a random reason. Like, like Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd were like, hey, you think we can money grab this real quick? You think this will be a hit? We'll get fucking we'll get uh, a hit, a hit hip-hop artist in here, maybe appeal to the urban crowd. We'll set it in New Jersey. Urban. Uh-huh. Uh, you know? And then and then they made it, and they were like, nope, this is a big piece of shit. <laughs> oh, and the other big the other big through line that they didn't explain at all whatsoever <laughs> is like uh, Dan Aykroyd as the judge is like, uh, well, you know, back in back in my day when I lost my leg in World, World War One, and they all look at each other like, World War One, How old is this motherfucker? They don't explain how this guy is eternal. They don't explain how this guy is like immortal and like everything else. Like, cause she brings up like, you mean your laws based on the Magna Carta? And he's like, very good little girl. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's the most interesting point of the movie. And they don't explain any of it. Wait, you don't think, you don't think it's more interesting that his uh, nose is a dick. His nose wasn't even real, which <laughs> makes it interesting that he had a, fake nose that looked like dick which means he's making his own dick noses up in his room all right what i was gonna say is my, my one of my favorite lines in the movie is they uh digital underground has to perform the ceremony uh because they got pulled over for speeding and the judge is judging them and says hey if you perform the uh the marriage ceremony between chevy chase aka chris and uh chris the female uh was it eldona eldona um uh he starts screaming at the end of it tell him no don't leave don't leave and shock g's like oh man it's okay i was nervous on my wedding day too man it's all good such <laughs> a good line so bad. yeah nothing but trouble best. nothing but trouble great movie murder doesn't conclude yeah i mean it really is it's like i as much as we just shit on it i i enjoy watching it don't bother don't bother if you're out there and you're hearing this and you're hearing Wes champion it, you're listening to a guy who didn't just watch it versus a guy who did. 
The only thing good about Nothing But Trouble is when I was finished watching it, it recommended that I watch The Three Amigos, which I'm in the middle of right now. And they're getting ready to take on El Guapo. Nice. They, they just shot the uh, um, the Invisible Swordsman, and that is a hilarious scene in and of itself. That's a great movie. That and is a great movie. It's not even bad. It is. It is a great movie. You're right. That is a good, good movie. Nothing But Trouble... In my eyes, it's a good bad movie. Alan, you got next month's uh, okay. end of the end of the year. Think about I think, it, I think um, folks. Before you go, hey, check it out. Models strip naked and pose with giant fish and for a 2023 erotic carp calendar. You heard this right, the Carpenizer Carp Calendar, which costs uh, 16, 20 pounds, uh, is a niche market produced in Germany for avid fishers and features scantily clad women posing. With giant carp. I'm not going to show you the erotic version of this, but damn, look at that. Feast your, feast your eyes on this. Beautiful nice. woman, beautiful fish. Beautiful woman, beautiful fish. Beautiful woman, beautiful. That's not fish. even a carp. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> yuck, yuck. Oh, and this one is actually fuzzed out. Damn That's it. a sunfish. Yeah. Is that? I don't know. Ugh. God, why do they? I mean, I guess m- money talks <laughs> and uh, nothing but trouble. But uh, this. That, ugh. Carps. They're filthy. Bottom feeders. Well, what do you just. What, what do you sleep with these things in a bed of money? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a weird concept, but, you know. America's in a weird place right now. So yeah. well, these are these are Germans, man. They're these, they're just, are they German? These are German. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize Germany was having the carp problem. Oh, neither did I. Yeah, don't even eat them. Just throw them, catch them, fling them on shore, have a girl take her clothes off and take a picture. Yeah, of it, be right? like, hey man, Fräulein, come here, please. Take a picture <laughs> with this carp I just caught. <laughs> the bigger the carp, the bigger the prize. <laughs> I wonder if they have to catch them. Do you think the models actually have to fucking do oh, that? Maybe. No, yeah. that's see that now you're getting somewhere. Now you can put that on TV. Mm. All right. Are they live carp? I feel like I'd like to see the making of the carp <laughs> calendar more than I want to see the carp <laughs> calendar. <laughs> yeah. You think uh, these are ornaments? No. What's that? You think I these don't. are ornaments? They're, or they're like ta- they're very they're very well taxidermied, and then they like just sprayed mm. them down with like a sheen before they took some pictures oh. to make them look real, you know, or like moist. Do you think Do you think this would fly in the states? A carp, naked carp. I mean, naked yeah, women with absolutely. fish is good. No, I, I just I think avid fishermen would be like carp. I ain't gonna buy no goddamn naked well, woman. Well, carp. Give me a bass. Give me a yeah. You would have to take a different fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I feel if you, if you did a, if you did like a like a largemouth bass calendar, yeah, honestly, if you just put a naked chick with anything, it's gonna sell, right. and that's the how about a largemouth bass calendar with models who have large mouths? Yeah, but- and you could do a you could do a small mouth. Bass calendar as well with small mouth bass very, calendar like very proportionally small mouths. Would the women have huge mouths? <laughs> I mean, I, listen, this could be either or. I, I'm, I'm spitballing here. <laughs> you really got options. You do big mouth, big mouth, 
Small mouth, small, small mouth, big mouth. Yeah. Because I know that chick that was holding that last carp, I was staring right at her. I was looking at her mouth. I wasn't looking at <laughs> well, the blurred we'll, we'll out. We'll only do headshots. They'll just be holding the carp like this. Right. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the blurred out nipple region or anything. Yeah. You do, I checked it out too. You could do uh, something like butter faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there, there you go. Now you get, okay, Wisconsin chicks. With terrible faces, <laughs> but they're holding giant bricks of butter. <laughs> so we've taken the animal. Face. We've taken the they're, animal out of this. A bust, a bust of their face made out of butter. No. <laughs> oh, a bust. Okay, a butter bust face over top of their actual naked bodies. Yeah. I bet there's some good corn-fed Wisconsinites that are. Mm. So it's like a, bo- a body cast made out of well, like I would butter? say I would say boobs up so that you have a bust and a bust made of butter. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like the, the head is made of butter, but it's like they 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 position the camera so you see the rest of the body, yeah. but it's the butter face, the butter busty face butter, calendar, busty butter busts or mm. something like that. Mm. Yeah, it's just boob booby, like lot lots large breasted. Yeah. Uh, Females with butter faces, right? But not ugly faces; just faces made out of butter. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of proud dads hey. out there. <laughs> this is look. This is as good as cocaine bear. All right. Yeah, I mean, I listen. Like apparently, this carp calendar is selling like hotcakes in fucking Germany. So, <laughs> yeah, this episode it's fucking preposterous. <laughs> but listen. You can sell anything to the German people, okay? It's true. It's, okay, the, the name of this yeah. episode is going to be what? Coke Bear Eats Carp Woman While Pooping His Pants. Coke Bear Butter Busts. Butter. Cocaine. Cocaine Bear Butter Face. That's my vote. Yeah. So we, we've, we've, yeah. we've left out, we've left out poop. Come on, man. We've left out poop. The guy can't let poop out poop. Yeah, man, that was like a, a 20 minutes. Anyone who listens, anyone who's poop. still listening is going to be like, wait a minute, wait a Fine. minute. Yeah. Fine. Poop face butter bear. <laughs> poop. <laughs> Done. Cocaine. Stamp it. <laughs> dot, 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 cocaine. Tens the, of... the, there's, your, there's your title. Poop face butter bear on cocaine. All We're right. done. Poop face, <laughs> poop, butter, poop face butter carp bear cocaine. Right. Alan, if there's any children out there listening, tell them where you could find the uh, the middle vessels. www.poopfacebuttercocainebear.com. Check us out. It's our new domain name. You can check us out on all your favorite social media floor platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok, right? Something like that. I can't even remember anymore. And we're just the Middle Class Holes for your listening pleasure on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you feel like emailing us, we might as well just shut it down at this point. It's pretty much useless. Uh, you can send us emails at tickleourtummies at gmail.com. Yeah. That's right. All right, folks. Well, hey, listen, if you have any good poop stories, butterface stories, Coke bear stories, bears, bear cocaine stories. Yeah. Uh, or, or, um, uh, hot models with small. Or if you've ever modeled in a, in a niche fish 
naked mm. woman calendar, give us a buzz. <laughs> God. Yeah, if you were if you were in like the 2021 like salmon sweethearts edition up in like Alaska, <laughs> hit us up. We want to know. God damn, that's a great name for a calendar. The salmon sweethearts, right? Well, I think that year that was the Coke Bear, so he ate them all. Actually, no, he didn't. He didn't have an appetite. <laughs> it's just, it's just all bears with fucking. It's just all bears with salmons in their mouths. Yeah, <laughs> all bears. It's all bears talking about the merits of nothing but trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen that film? Oh my god, it's so good. It can, it can, it's the next dogs playing poker. It's bears watching fucking. <laughs> bears watching nothing but trouble. With no appetites. All right, kiddos, kiddos. See you next week. Take I get drunk most every day. Always seem to find myself late. Might be on ass fuck. I'm still riding like a pup. I fell down, but my dick's still I may need a hand when I'm just too drunk to stay. I don't need your sympathy. Keep your judgment too. Because you just give it a little pull and my dick's strong like bull. Ready to satisfy my woman the whole night through. I get drunk most every day. Do you look?